Hello, here I am testing out a new, uh, a new uh, technology to go live streaming on, uh, on YouTube. I hope that it's working. I'm not really too sure about this technology yet, so bear with me. I, um, I'm getting used to it. I can't see myself on YouTube, so I might just try and find that. I wanted to just pop on. I haven't posted for a couple of weeks. I took uh, January off the shows and uh, I plan to do a session at least once a week, just me talking to you, talking to the camera. But I'm going to be using this platform for an upcoming High Self Expo that myself and Zane Daniel and Tanya Castillo from Portugal are going to be um, facilitating in July, mid-year. So I thought I'd better get used to this platform not something I tried to go live on YouTube just using YouTube but my browser wouldn't uh, allow me to do that so I just thought I would um, see if it's working on YouTube with this uh, with this platform let's have a look shall we we'll go to my channel and see if anything's happening yeah I think I am I think I'm live there we go I wonder how I can see your messages where do I see your messages Hmm. Anyway, maybe I'll just keep yakking. Comments. There we go. No comments yet. Uh, let me see. I'll mute this. Sorry. Sorry. I'll. Um, I am live on YouTube. There you go. There we are. So it's working. What's the message for 2021 from the guides from the mob? You know, stuff's happening in this world at the moment. It's the 20th here in Australia, the 19th in the US, <clears throat> the night of the 19th in the US. And, of course, it's a big day tomorrow for the US Parliament and many psychics and channelers and remote viewers and all sorts of people have been talking about uh, big announcements and big things to come, uh, big resistance from two sides at war with each other. We seem to be... Uh, in 2021 still at war with each other which is really not what the ascension process is asking for the ascension process is asking for can we live in peace and harmony and can we uh, live harmoniously with people that we disagree with because we're given the freedom to think and feel any way we want to think and feel in this world where it's called free will so we're given the freedom to explore and dive through and experience any belief system that we choose we want to experience and uh, it's not for us as the light workers and the new world teachers to be at war with people who think differently to us and i have seen so many light workers over the last year or so a couple of years uh, especially ramped up in 2020 you know since we've had the big you know drama in 2020 uh, be at war with another side, another perspective. And this world has been determined to show us every aspect of despair as we've explored, <clears throat> excuse me, we've explored violence and we've explored separation and we've explored disharmony. In all its aspects, over millennia, we've been diving through contrast and exploring all it is to feel separate and uh, to our each other and to our source. And uh, as we move 
you know, on the 1st of December, we entered the age of Aquarius, according to many. Some people said it happened years ago. Some people said it's not going to happen for a while. But the consensus is, consensus is that we've shifted into a new age from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. And we're in a new enlightened age. Does it look like that at the moment as you look out on the mainstream media? Probably not. But it's going to take some acclimating. It's going to take some time before we, you know, shift into this new frequency and start to live it. And the people that are tuning into this are the ones that showing, are, are showing people how to do that. We're showing people how to live in harmony even when we disagree with each other, how to live more peaceful and more unified, more accepting of the now. So uh, tomorrow, as I say, is a big day in the US and um, some people will be very happy and some people will be very upset at the choices that are being chosen at this time. But through all of this, what I learned from the shows and from my mob, the guides this year, they talk to me constantly about this. <laughs> a friend of mine said to me the other day, you know, what do you think about all that's going on? And I said, well, from my guide's perspective, everything that's happening, even though it doesn't look nice or pretty, is happening for divine purpose and divine reason, a good reason. There is a good reason. And it's the dismantling, dismantling of an old paradigm as we put into place new ways of living in the world. My guides have often said to me that if you're going to renovate your house, you still have to smash down the old house, even if it's just one room, even if you just paint the room, you still create chaos <laughs> as you, you know, you put chaos in your room as you move all the furniture into the centre of the room or move it out to paint the room. As you renovate anything, there is always chaos involved while you're creating a new experience for planet Earth. And that's what we're doing here on planet Earth. We're creating a new experience and that experience is chaotic for a while. It's going to be very chaotic for a while as we, uh, as we, <laughs> as we dismantle old paradigms. So with everything that is happening, my guides have said to me, enjoy the show. <laughs> Past the popcorn, a friend said to me the other day, what do you think of all this? And I said, my guides say, Enjoy the show. It's not going to be pretty, but it, it, it has a divine purpose. And he said, pass the popcorn. But Mother Mary, Daniel Gibbon said, uh, Mother Mary said through her, something that I've known, but it's just so eloquently, she said, since, 20, since the year 2000, transparency has been the energy that's been accelerated, that's been turned up. Transparency to what? Transparency to so many things. Transparency to the corruption and the covert operations and the hidden distortion and transparency to the things like spiritual understandings and psychic awareness and human potential, which has been hidden or deemed as woo-woo or crazy or, you know, not right, like transparency to the understanding that we are not alone in the universe and that there are many other dimensional beings that live amongst us and communicate with us there's so much transparency going on but as this transparency ramps up and expands you know we're seeing a lot of things that have been hidden and um cognitive dis dissonance what's it called when you you think one way and you have a complete paradigm shift in the, in the next you're kind of in that is it cognitive? What's that saying? You're in that sort of shock of how could this be possible? How could this be possible? When I thought one way and I thought I was so right about that and now I'm being presented with evidence that 
there's more to the story. So that's what's happening on planet Earth at the moment. And as I speak, I suspect that there are many things going down in the United States I'm not aware of right now. But uh, it's not for us to get too uh, battered by what's happening on Earth. It's for us, the light workers and the New World teachers, to help others as they come into new understandings and awaken, awaken to what's possible as for our human potential as we live out the next, well, as we live out the next, um, <laughs> there's a couple of people putting hearts. I am seeing some comments. I was just saying that I'm using a new streaming platform, a new platform. I normally use Zoom. This is something new. And uh, Zane Daniels and Tanya Castillo and I are going to be hosting his happy girl. Hello from Oregon. Yay. Um, we're going to be hosting on this platform mid-year uh, uh, another Higher Self Expo. Zane has actually got a, a, a Higher Self Expo happening this weekend. It's all free. It's on the Higher Self Expo YouTube channel or on the Higher Self Expo Facebook page. It's all free. It's all streaming. Uh, he's doing one this weekend. Uh, I'm not involved in this latest one, but I'm happy to promote it. And then he's going to do another one mid-year and I'm going to be using this streaming platform. So I thought I'd give it a go and start streaming live to YouTube. It worked really well. I tried to stream live to YouTube before just using YouTube and it, it said your browser doesn't let you do this. But with this new uh, streaming, it's called StreamYard if you're interested, it's working really well. And I can see your comments coming up. Yay, I love that. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Let me know if you've got any questions about anything about um, new pinned chat. I'm just checking on, yeah, it's the same. I'm just checking on YouTube to see the comments about anything that's happening at the moment or any concerns. I love talking to my audience. This is actually the first time I've streamed live on YouTube. I've streamed live on Facebook many times, but I love talking to my audience and having that interaction. As you know, I do that every week with my little tribe, the Inner Sanctum tribe. We get online every week and people quiz me and ask questions and they also share amazing experiences that they have, some incredible downloads that people are getting lately and, and tuning into their channeling ability and their spirit guides and, and human potential. But what all this is about is the transparency. I was talking about transparency. is for us to really wake up to our human potential, to really wake up to what's possible for us as humans, as for us as spiritual beings having a human experience as we, um, best tribe ever. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon. She's one of the tribe. <laughs> Love that. And Diane's one of the tribe too. Uh, as we live here on earth, you know, what's possible? There's so much possible. We forget how powerful our thoughts are. We really dismiss our thinking that um, just because you think it doesn't make it so, I think that's something that I heard in a movie recently, just because you think it doesn't make it so or just because you believe it doesn't make it so. But actually <laughs> the direct opposite of that is true. If you really believe something, you absolutely make it so. You make it so in your own reality. Haven't you noticed that there are 8 billion different realities on this planet we all get to experience our beliefs in our own little universe. What we think is so powerful. And as we experience the drama that's unfolding on planet Earth right now and we're looking for life to be better based on what people are doing outside of us, who the next politician 
and their policies and how they're going to help us or how how you know nice this person can be to me so I can feel good or the lover who can love me and who can help me we're looking outside of ourselves all the time to get what we want and all of it lives within what we want is to feel good Esther Hicks says that everything you want you think in the having of it you'll feel better and this is so true everything we want we think that when we have it we'll feel better whether it's to have the person that we want in power come into power, whether it's to have the corruption that we see in the world be less, to be more fairness, more love, more unity in the world, whether we want a personal desire or a global desire, we think that in the having of it, when this happens, I will feel better. It will give me permission to feel good. And the truth of human potential is feeling good is up to you right here, right now in this moment you have the ability to turn on tap in and tune in to your source to your energy to feeling good your source is a source of pure positive energy liquid bliss unlimited potential unconditional love just listen to the ndes either on my channel or other channel and listen to the way they speak about home that experience they have when they leave their physical bodies and enter a realm that is so blissful and expansive and all-knowing, that energy is available to us while we are embodied and it's available to us through alignment of energy. Let's just say science nerd, hide from Indiana Karen, <laughs> if your spirit sky give you any specifics about what's happening, what will happen tomorrow. Yes, they have and that's what I'm chatting about. Um, I'm chatting about what's happening in the world is not in control of how we feel and what we can create in this world. So as powerful, deliberate creators, regardless of who gets in tomorrow and who resists it and what happens, I noticed I have people sending me stuff all the time and my curious mind makes me look at pretty much all of it. I can't get across all of it. But I noticed there's a lot of military presence outside your White House at the moment. So they're expecting um, some, you know, disruption, I, I, I suspect. I don't know if the disruption is going to happen. Uh, what I do know is there is going to be more disclosure or transparency of corruption and that is going to throw spanner in the works and operation as normal, is, it's not going to be normal. People are blaming one politician or another for why it's not normal. But it's no one's fault why it's not normal. It is the fault of the energies that we're experiencing now on this earth that are turning up the transparency so that we can dismantle old paradigms and come into a new way of living and being on planet earth. And that's disruptive, as I said at the beginning of this. That is chaos energy. Mother Mary said through Danielle, who was um, not the last person we had in the inner sanctum, I think the second last person last year, that chaos energy is creative energy, that through chaos, from chaos we create. Esther Hicks from the teachings of Abraham says that every time you experience something that you don't want, you give birth to a desire of what you do want. And what we do as humans is that when we experience something that we don't want, whether it's the chaos in the world or the chaos in our emotions or the chaos in our life, 
we do give birth and we say, no, I don't want this. I want something else. Like I want a more peaceful world or I want a more honest world. I want a more, you know, whatever desire we give birth to. But what we do as humans is we get fixated on the chaos that creates the desire. The desire is the way we create and expand our world. So we create a desire. I don't want this. I want that when we're feeling sad. I don't want to feel sad. I want to feel happy. But what we do is we go out there and we talk about what it is, another hello from Oregon, lots of Oregon people, what it is that makes us feel sad. I feel sad because, because, because. I can't feel good because, because, because. And we sat, sat fixated on the thing that gave birth to the desire. Esther Hicks calls it the step one process. Step one, ask. Step two, orchestrate. Step three, allow. So the asking happens all the time. Haven't you noticed? When you don't feel good, you ask to feel better. When you feel sick, you want to feel healthy. When you feel alone, you want to feel more connected. When you feel poor, you want to feel wealthier. So we're asking all the time. When we're bored, we want to not be bored. When we're frustrated, we want to not be frustrated. <laughs> asking all the time, asking, asking, asking. But we never move into the third step, which is the allowing we're always stuck in that first process of asking and pushing against what it is that we don't want. And so this is a message to all of you that regardless of what's going down right now, I just feel like so much stuff is happening as I'm speaking, as I'm live online. There's so much stuff happening in the world and you're going to agree with some of it and you're not going to agree with other parts of it. Don't let that be the reason that you stay in the step one process, which is in the asking process start focusing on what it is that you're asking for why do you want things to change why do you want to have a different experience on planet earth what's the feeling that that evokes in you i want to feel more free i want to feel more expansive i want to feel more fulfilled i want to feel like i'm on purpose i want to feel like think about what it is that you're asking the orchestration is the job of the universe I, you know, I first really understood this when I was studying anatomy and physiology. It was like something like, I don't know the exact number, but it's a huge number, 300 trillion chemical reactions going off in your body right now, all orchestrating with each other, all communicating with each other. It's a system. It's an enormous system and it's working and orchestrating um, together to allow you to sit in this vehicle called your physical body and breathe and listen to me yakking <laughs> and watch this screen incredible orchestration incredible divine orchestration and your conscious mind is not in control of that the orchestration of the planets floating in space and the universe and the multi-universes and the multi-dimensions it's crazy to think what's going on and how it's all perfectly orchestrated and we have no conscious control of that what we do have control of is how we think and feel that's what we have control of and when we are more deliberate about that and we purposely think about what we want to feel and evoke that energy, then we take our power back to be powerful, genius, deliberate creators. And as we focus on what we want to see in our world, streaming on that energy of feel good, whether it's excitement or joy or positive expectation, don't you know the, notice the name of this show? It's called Accentuate the Positive. Then we are a powerful force, a powerful force in this world for to create more good. So 
in these times of turmoil and chaos, it's not as easy to do that. But so many of you, millions of you, elected to be here on earth at this time to hold that frequency, to hold that energy as earth transitioned from an old way of being into the next evolutionary stage in human consciousness. So many of you said, I want to be a part of the shift. I want to be on the transition team. And there are going to be a lot of people out there worried and scared and fearful. Haven't you noticed that we've been under this enormous fear campaign that has been pumped out on us on a regular basis, not just in 2020, throughout our whole lives? Every commercial is an energy that tells you what you're lacking and you know, and what you need because you're not enough. So there's been this campaign of not enoughness and to be scared about, you're going to get burglarized, take out insurance. You know, what if that happened? You better do this. It's been an onslaught of fear and it's ramped up in 2020. It's just the volume was just really turned up in 2020. So it's not for us to get persuaded by the fear, but to stay, stay in the harmony, stay in the peace and stay connected to the source of your being regardless of what's happening in our world. Yes, there's going to be big stuff going down. I've been listening to a couple of channelers. Uh, people send me stuff all the time. And somebody said, what was it, nine weeks of hell, probably more in the States than anywhere else. But if you live in other third world countries, there's been that sort of hell that's been a really dominant force in many countries, political corruption and I've tried to send money to places like Uganda and other places in Africa to support charities or to support people um, that are poor and banks have, like, stolen the money and won't let people access their bank accounts. And, you know, so we think that what we're going through in the Western civilization is bad, but there's been stuff going on like that all over the world in many countries, huge corruption inside politics and huge control dramas and just look at the way many women are treated in many parts of the world. Who would think? Here we are in 2021 and still there is not equality. So there's something something else. And go and watch the Inner Sanctum highlights that I put out of Danielle speaking. I pretty much put out the whole thing. She talked about the energies that are being worked on at the moment since 2000 turned up at the energy of transparency and the energy of equality. It's such an important energy. Do we feel equal to each other? in so many ways where uh, we've created this separation in our equality, inequality of race, in inequality of race and inequality of financial, educational. But something that's really important is many people that I speak to feel this inequality with God. With, uh, we've been given this idea that God is an energy outside ourselves that is this higher almighty power and you have to humble yourself before it. And my God, the only people that can speak to God are people that are high up in the church or religious organisations and yet we are equal with that energy. And what we're uh, learning to do as we see more of our human potential is to realise our equality with the creative force within us, the creator. We are the creator, just as God is the creator. That same energy flows through us and that equality with that energy. When I'm working with people who say, I want to meet my spirit guides or I want to channel or I want to, you know, have psychic ability, 
I'm often battling those conditioned thought forms that they're not equal to that energy, that it's only for gifted people or special people and I'm not special and I'm not gifted. And we're all special and gifted. We are an extension of that very source. We are equal with it. How could we not be? Thanks again for the comments. It's been great. Any other questions? Thank you for your perspective, science nerd. What's your real name, science nerd? <laughs> I like that, science nerd. Ah, uh, so yeah, so it's up to us. It's up to you guys and girls to stay connected to your source and remember your equality with that very nature, that nature of unlimitedness, that nature of pure positive potential, unconditional love, infinite potential. You are equal with it. You are an extension of that. Your, your ego mind or your small self, as Paul Selleck says, will have you believe differently that you're not enough, that you can't do this, the I can't you know, the I can't story. But the truth is that you are infinite potential. And when you allow yourself that equality with the very source of your own being, then anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything. There are things that I've done in my life that would shock most people. As a medical intuitive, I can scan the body, look inside people's bodies like an x-ray machine. You know, I can speak to people's spirit guides. I've seen instant healings. I remember when I was a young healer, I was saying to my guides that I wanted to see something with my physical eyes because I was doing a lot of psychic stuff and I wanted to see something physical. Like we always want that physical proof. And my daughter cut herself very conveniently. This was orchestrated for me. Uh, she cut her foot and she came into the bathroom and we both, um, I put my hand over her foot to stop the bleeding and I, I asked her to go up and ask for a healing and so we both did that and instantly the cut instantly healed, instantly, so fast that the blood got caught under the skin. We will experience that palpable shift within the next few months. I'm really exhausted. Yeah, so everything is possible when you believe it. Your beliefs create your reality. If you believe you can't, you get to be right. If you believe you can, you get to be right. If you believe you're exhausted, you get to be right. If you believe you're excited, you get to be right. If you believe you haven't got energy, you get to be life right. If you believe you have got energy, you get to be right. The universe never disagrees with what you believe to be your truth. It always says yes. It always says yes. Yes is how life or the universe responds to your beliefs. Every time you make a statement of I am, you will get the reality of that. I am good, I am bad, I'm exhausted, I'm not exhausted, I'm sick of this. You know how we always say, I'm so sick of this. You say that long enough, you're going to get sick. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> so I've got a couple of people watching. As I was saying before, this is my first time on this streaming platform. I, I don't know. Oh, Oh, yes, I do. I've got 25 people watching. Using StreamYard, you know, the platform that Zane Daniels uses for the Higher Self Expo, I thought I would give it a go. It's not the best time to do a, a streaming because I know that it's late at night in the US, mid, you know, 3.30 here in Sydney, Australia, middle of the night in uh, Europe. It would have been better to do it this morning, but I was busy with clients this morning. Uh, I've actually had to change those beliefs then, how to change those beliefs. 
it's something I teach all the time, Camilla. So how do you say your name? And that is to challenge what you believe. You have an incredible guidance system called your emotional guidance system. And we forget that emotions aren't given to us to torture us. They're given to us to speak to us about what, how we're flowing our energy and what we're believing to be true. So every single time you hit a bad feeling, whether it's a, a feeling of boredom or ho-hum, this is ho-hum, or whether it's a feeling of complete disgust or depression or any resistance. I had a client this morning, you know, that is so used to a certain particular way of resistance that she can't recognise it when it's there because it's so normal to her. So how you change those beliefs is you always take notice of how you feel. You'll never really know what you're thinking in any one moment because, you know, have you noticed that we've got thoughts? Love you so much, Karen. <laughs> Thanks, darling. We've got thoughts going on in our head all the time, thinking of this, thinking of that. But we do have awareness, most of us, most of us, especially the empaths, of how we feel. So that feeling is our guidance system. So when we tune into how we feel and we're not feeling good, we have to say, well, what am I thinking that's creating this feeling? What am I believing that's creating this feeling? And we usually come up with a resistant thought like, no, I don't want that. No, it's not good enough. No, I can't do that. Resistance. Deepak Chopra said when I was a young healer learning all this stuff, resistance is like a wall holding back the flow of love. And yet we think that our resistance is warranted. Byron Katie, I'm going to quote lots of teachers. I love all of them. Byron Katie says, when you argue with now, you lose, but only 100% of the time. So what is, is, including how you feel. So don't argue with how you feel. What is, is, in this moment, I don't feel good. What is it that I'm believing to be true? I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I don't like this. So there's evidence of resistance. And if you can challenge those thoughts and turn them around and then find reasons why the new thought is your truth, that is, I find, one of the best ways of changing uh, those beliefs, Camilla. That's one of the best ways is to challenge what you think. It's the work of Byron Katie. It's to inquire, inquire into what you're thinking. So do I want to stay thinking this I was in the car with a friend not long ago and he says I've got a really bad sense of direction and he lives up the road how do I get to your place again how do I get to your place again how do I he's like seriously you're like a couple of kilometers away where kilometers are here in Australia and because he has this thought I've got a really bad sense of direction um, he struggles to, you know, find his way around. Mind you, Google Maps and Google, all that sort of stuff, the, the tracking systems that we have now makes it easier and he does pretty well. But as we were in the car and he was telling me yet again, he's got a, I said, do you want to hang on to that thought? Is that something you want to stick with? You know, we, we come up with these beliefs about ourselves and we act as if they're true, but we have the freedom to change them. We have the freedom and the power to, to change them. When I was in my 40s, I was learning about computer stuff. People like in my generation and older and some younger, I often find struggle with computer stuff. It's too hard. Um, oh, it's for the young people. Oh, you know, kids are always on their phones and they know about this computer stuff that I don't. Even Ellen DeGeneres said, you know, how old's Ellen? I think she's 60, 61, 62. Oh, I only know how to use email. She runs this huge company. And she, all she can do is do emails. 
we've got to challenge those limiting beliefs. In my 40s, I challenged them. I had this thought, I'm a very creative person, visual person. I'm not good at reading instructions and then doing things. I like to be shown visually. I had all these thoughts about what was true for me. Thank you, Karen. Always good. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. But I challenged those. I thought computers is the way we're going in this world and I'm going to be using one a lot. So I've just got to get used to technology. So every time I hit resistance to, oh, my God, this is too hard. This is driving me crazy. I challenged it. Is that how you want to live your life? Or do you want to be able to use different technologies? So I'm using a new technology today to stream this live to you. It was a little bit of a challenge and those old fears still come back. Can I do this? Will I get it wrong? What button do I press? <laughs> but I managed to do it. I'm doing it. Here we go. I'm chatting. I'm using this new technology and chatting. So you have to challenge your limiting ideas. Yes. AZ here as well. So hold out for positive feelings. You don't have to hold out for positive feelings. You have to evoke them. You have to work at them. Thank you, Karen. Always good. How would you challenge eating disorders and addictions? Oh, that's a bigger question. It's a great question. Worked great. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon. You don't hold out. You don't wait around for positive feelings to come. I was telling a client the other day this story of my ex-husband. So we're in the car. We'd been somewhere. Everything had gone wrong. And I'm in blame. I'm doing the blame game. The blame game is the biggest game we have on this planet and I'm blaming him yeah it's all your fault you drive me crazy you always do that you know that story that we do with partners you always do that it drives me crazy we got in the car and I was really pissed off with him and he threw my own teachings back in my face it was just brilliant as much as I hated it at the time it was brilliant and I'm I'm all in complaint about what's gone wrong and how it's his fault and how I, you know, hate him. I wasn't hating him, but how I was like, you drive me crazy, you drive me crazy. And I'm going down that spiral of, do I really want to be in this relationship? You know, like when we hit a negative thought, how we spiral down and we just attract more and more and more negative thoughts. We get angry at someone, and then all of a sudden they're to blame for everything that's wrong in our life and do I want them in my life and I want to kick you out of my life. That's where we go, right? So that's where I was going. And he looked at me. He was driving and he said, now find something nice about me. Find a positive thought about me. And in that moment, it seemed impossible. It seemed impossible to find a positive thought about him because I was all up in my blame game, right? <laughs> and I thought, right, find a positive thought. And it takes work. You don't hold out for a positive thought. You've got to work at it, especially when you're spiralling. So I'm thinking, what can I find that's positive? What can I find that's positive? Well, what can I find that's more positive than the complaint I've got going on in my head? I said, well, I'm glad you're driving because if I was driving, I'm so angry I'd probably crash the car. That was a more positive thought. It wasn't the most positive thought, but it was a more positive thought than I hate you, you drive me crazy. And then <laughs> that thought attracted another more positive thought. Yeah, it's great the way you always support me and drive the car. It's really nice to have someone drive and I don't have to drive everyone around. That was a better thought. That, that was a feeling of appreciation and gratitude started to seep in to my uh, angst. And then that attracted another thought. And within a couple of thoughts, I was madly in love with him again. Oh, my God, I love you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm all in gratitude and appreciation and joy and love. It doesn't take long, but you can do it. You can do it. When you hit negative thoughts or emotions that are showing you what you're thinking, it takes deliberate, conscious focus and effort to turn it around. If you just let the thought continue, thought attracts thought. 
like attracts like. And what happens is we have one negative thought, we attract another one, and we start to spiral down. And then we start thinking, oh, the world's terrible. I want to kill myself. I want to out of here. But it takes deliberate conscious effort to turn that around and start to spiral up. And that's what how powerful we are. Our ability to choose thought is our spiritual power. It is our God-given, <laughs> it is our self-given spiritual power to be genius, deliberate creators of our reality. It is our only power, really. I was watching The Da Vinci Code with uh, a friend and uh, there was a scene in The Da Vinci Code that said, God's power on earth. And I turned around and I said to them, so what is God's power on earth? And they're going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I quizzed them a bit. And then I reminded them that God's power on earth is the ability to choose thought, is the ability to flow your energy in a way that aligns with what you want to create. That is God's power here on earth. That is your power here on earth. You are an extension of that creative genius. You are that. You are choice. You are given choice and the free will to choose. You can choose heaven or you can choose hell regardless of what's happening around you. I heard a story of a man that lived seven years in the most hellish conditions in a cage, uh, eating and sleeping and excreting in his own filth for seven years in a jail cell during the war. And yet he found bliss in those circumstances because he had the power to choose heaven over hell. And I've seen people living in heaven with money and luxury and swimming pools. And many of my family was like this. My father's family came from a wealthy family. And yet they're in a complete hell of their own making inside their own thoughts of nobody loves me and I'm not good enough. And, you know, we can choose heaven or hell and it has nothing to do with our circumstances nothing to do with our circumstances as a therapist how would you help others for most effective shifts patients uh push pull push pull through look as a therapist i hit people i speak to other teachers and i'm like this <laughs> when we teach this stuff or when we're channelers you know we can come up with i know all this stuff i've got all the answers and when you meet people that think they have all the answers they're the worst people to heal like doctors say they're the worst patients because they think they know everything and so they can't just sit back and receive and there are a lot of the clients that I attract are like that they're they're very strong-minded they're very intelligent they're amazing healers not all of them but but many of them and they can be the worst people to try and heal so it takes all my diploma diplomatic way of speaking and being to try and point out in a way that they can really see and feel their limited blocks instead of arguing for their limitation. We love to argue for our limitation. We can see the blocks for how it's creating the life that we don't want and then we have the opportunity to choose differently, to choose a different way of being. I was recently on retreat with some amazing healers and, you know, listening to the conversation. Well, I feel this because this, this, this had happened to me and, and I can't do this because I grew up in this family and I was abused as a child and so I can't feel, you know, we're constantly arguing for our limitation. This can't happen because of what happened in the past. Deepak Chopra says that 
no, not Deepak, sorry, Eckhart Tolle, another one, says that most of the time we're living in the past or we're projecting into a present and we're never focused in the now. So Seth said in the Seth books, all your power is in the now. It's not in what happened to you in the past and it's not what you're projecting into the future. It's in this now moment and how you're choosing to flow your energy, how you're choosing to think and feel. All your power is in the now, all of it. All of it lives right now. So as you deliberately choose a better feeling, a better vibration, or deliberately choose to plug into source, the source within you, which is a source of pure positive energy, you bring back your power to attract a timeline or attract a life that you know you want. Is snoring food and water just in case? Is storing, oh, storing food will cause something to happen, so we'll need food and water. I'm not buying into all that, uh, happy girl. I haven't got any stored food or water. I have heard, including Penny Kelly, you know, one of my favourites I've had on the show, people say that. Uh, it's not a reality reality that I'm choosing to um, buy into. We get to create anything we believe, remember? So I'm thinking if the proverbial, you know, S, it hits the fan and stuff goes down and blackouts happen and all this trauma happens, I'm just counting on the guides and the angels to have it sorted, to look after me in the best way possible. They've done it in the past. They do it right now and I trust them. I trust my guides to look after me in the best way possible. So if I'm not, you know, stocked up, someone's going to say, come stay with me, I've got all you need. Um, yeah, but I'm not sort of choosing to buy into that uh, drama sort of like I have got friends that have got plenty of food stored in their houses. <laughs> Someone was telling me that the other day. I have got so much store food. <laughs> so it might be a good thing. I don't know, but, um, yeah. And what if those things he does that drives you crazy stuff? <laughs> it's funny. I love reading the comments. This is hilarious. Do you know what the Federation of Light is and what do you think of the monoliths you've been listening you've been listening to uh, blossom federation of light is um, a part of the mob that i speak with i i don't give them labels like the federation of light but it's a great name we have to you know we live in a world where identity we, we give names to things i very irreverently call them the mob but the federation of light is the um is the coming together of many energies that are overseeing this world. Uh, they're the mob that I speak to. It's very inclusive. They include, they include the Galactic Federation. Uh, they told me that I sit on the Galactic Federation as a part of a member of the Galactic Federation, which is interesting. I'm a very curious person. I asked if I had had lives on other planets and they said to me, oh, my God, you think that your curious human mind stops with being human? You're just as curious as a soul as you are as a human. You want to know everything and everybody and you want to explore all parts of the universe. And I thought, yeah, that sounds like me. So uh, I have done that as a soul and um, I know about many different lives on other planets. My soul does, not my conscious human mind, but I can tap into that if I want to. Um, what do I think of the monoliths? I think some of them are hoax. And I think some of them are not. Okay, so what I'm getting as I speak to you now is that uh, many of them are hoaxes. They've been copycatted stuff. I did see a picture the other day that made me laugh. 
of one of your big uh, supermarket chains with all these monoliths for sale. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but some of them have, put, have been put there by the Galactic Federation, yeah, for what reason I haven't tuned into as yet. Yeah, so I just wanted to tune in and say happy 2020 to all of you. Um, just moving the camera. Uh, and uh, I'm uploading. I had the beautiful Kate Raymond on the show who channels the angels in the inner sanctum, not on the show, in the inner sanctum at the beginning of this week, and I'm just editing that now to upload to the channel. She's just beautiful angel messages, and her paintings are exquisite. Um, so much light. She's been painting the angels since 2003, I think she said in 1996 they um, contacted her and gave her her mission and she's been diligently con um, committed to that mission and she's getting the, thank you, fabulous as always, thanks, Sharon. She's getting the angels out to the world to do their work for you. And we, we discussed this, you'll see it on the recording, but many of the people in my Inner Sanctum group, like myself, contact their guides or their inner knowing and they have no identity or names or labels it just comes as this energy, this wisdom, which doesn't identify itself with names and labels. And that's why I called my mob the mob, because as I asked to understand who they are, I just got this crowd of beings that were nameless and faceless, and I just said, it's like a big mob. And uh, then years later, I called my business. I had a massage business called Blissful Beings. Years later, they said, who do you think Blissful Beings are? And I said, oh, that's you guys. So that's a prettier name for them, Blissful Beings. But uh, Kate's work is very, you, you know, they the energies have come through with identity and with specific, they work on specific attributes. So if you're needing patience, you can call on a specific angel. They've given you a name and an image and you can call, or if you're needing, um, you know, peace in times of turmoil. Anyway, her work is amazing and it's very directed at the human mind who does work with identity and and um, and understanding like that, but it's not necessary. She said, if you're needing a particular attribute, like if you're um, feeling a bit chaotic and you want to feel more organised, you don't need to remember an angel's face or name. You just call on the quality that you're asking for and allow that quality to, you know, be part of your experience. And that angel or that energy will come to answer your call ask and it is given ask remember ask the step one process orchestrate which is the job of the universe or the angels or law of attraction and then allow so your job in all of that is to relax know that what you've asked for is yours by all rights by divine right by all rights what you want you can have what we struggle with as humans is we want stuff and then we think we can't have it and that's called suffering I want to get better, but I can't, and so I'm going to suffer. I want to feel better, but I can't, so I'm going to suffer. We think that what we want we can't have, and that's called suffering. But when you want something and you know that you can have it, then that's called bliss. It's like to want something and know you can have it, that's called bliss. So that step three process is to allow. Esther Hicks says, pat the cat. <laughs> Do something that makes you feel good. Go for a walk on the beach. As humans, we think in order to get where we want, we have to work harder, focus more intensely, focus, 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 and work harder to get what I want. But in fact, the opposite is true. When you're in that place of peace 
and relaxed, you're relaxed and you're loving and you're doing something that you enjoy or thinking about something that you enjoy, you're in a place of allowing what you've asked for to come. And so when you're asking for an attribute like I'm, I'm feeling like I need this attribute, I want to be more organised, I want to be more patient, I want to be more uh, intelligent or whatever it is you're asking for, to have that step three process, allow that to be a part of your human experience, it is yours. Ask and it is given. Happy girl, always appreciate your high perspective. Thank you for sharing yourself with us. Thank you so much. Big love to all of you. More shows coming up. And um, now that I know this new StreamYard technology, I'll do more of these. It's been fun. Thanks for tuning in, 29 people. Woohoo! <laughs> it's been fun. I'm glad I um, overcame my limited idea of like, oh, another new technology to use. Can I do it? Can I do it? Of course, it's easy. Just a thought. Thanks again for watching, everyone. Love you all. Big love and broadcast. Bye for now.